Dirt Talk Monday edition. Here. We are here and we have a special guest today. We have Mr. Kimo Clark. AKA Jimmy Cheese Nuts. We have Jimmy Cheese Nuts in the house <laughs> in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, <clears throat> because we are going on an expedition this, this weekend. I'm the only one wearing surf shorts and slippers in all of Tennessee. Yeah. So I lots packed. of stairs in it the airport. Took, it took me about an hour to pack uh this week because I just went to my closet and got what I needed and chemo just had to go to the uh outdoor store. I went to uh Pro Bass. Bass Bass Pro. Bass Pro. Yeah. I I I could stay there all day. I it's... there's no Bass Pro on Maui. <laughs> oh, have you been there before? Never. No I, way. I was stuck in the first little camping section. I was like, I could use this. And I'm like, no, focus, get, get just what I need. That and was I, your fa- first Bass Pro experience? I spent an hour just looking at hiking boots. I, I tried on 20 pairs, dude. It's <laughs> ridiculous. And then they're brand new, so they're not broken in. And they're not. Yeah, I'll have blisters the whole deal. Sick. Full rookie. <laughs> It'll be a journey. Yeah. It's going to be wet, too. I have, so that was my confusing thing because- he said, get waterproof pants, waterproof jacket, and I have one for running, but I, so I don't know if those were like an outer layer or were the, the, the pants, the two pairs of pants, or is it like two pairs of regular pants and a waterproof outer layer or I'm just, yeah. I'm just bringing one pair of pants. That's waterproof. And one waterproof pants. Shorts. Yeah. Okay. Cause I, I was kind of thinking too, like, what if it's, if it's super wet and hot, then I'll just be wearing shorts. I mean, that's what I'm comfortable in. Well, Big I'm, backpack and. I don't know, like when you run when you're cold, I don't have, I always run in shorts, no matter how cold it is. Yeah, same. But I'll, I'll layer up up top. Yeah. And that makes a big difference when I'm running. But so my you, legs don't matter. You wouldn't wear like tights or running? No, I don't, I don't like running with any kind of pants on. I just like just shorts. I can do the, um, like the underlayer pants and my shorts and then one top and then my gloves I'll do on and off because my hands sweaty, get sweaty. Mm. Um, but I felt like that's pretty comfortable for me. And I was doing, what did we run? Uh, Shasta and Tahoe. I did a run up there. It was 20, 25. Oh I mean, yeah. That's cold. Yeah. And you're cold. You know how it is like right off, right off the bat for five, 10 minutes. And then you start to get hot and you start taking layers off. And you're like, yeah. why did I wear pants? Yeah. I should just went with shorts. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. You're just, you're miserable for the first five or 10 minutes. And then you're good, except for your hands and ears. If it's really cold. My nose and eyes, so I I just start to cry when it's cold like that. <laughs> so I'm trying to run. It's all blurry and I'm wiping my eyes with my gloves and it's got snot on them. I get snot in my face and <laughs> it's a mess. <laughs> well, we'll um yeah, it'll be an adventure this this weekend. We'll be with Chad Wright. I don't know if anybody listening knows who that is. If you don't look him up. Pretty intense dude. Pretty stoked on it. Have you seen his uh his uh what's it called the ultimate running uh video no <laughs> no it's like the uh the last word on ultra running or something he like just it's pretty arrogant of him i think but super funny and like super chat right yeah he's like this is the only video you'll ever watch yeah. the only video the last word on ultra running and he just goes through his whole thing that's pretty pretty hilarious i feel like he's <laughs> he's earned it though that's for sure the totally. guy's done some gnarly stuff yeah and that's, it's not like the races he does. It's not like, yeah, I think he's done those like a hundred mile or whatever it is, but he does the last man standing races. That he's won twice. That he's won twice. And it's, so you don't know how long the race is going to be when you start. 
There's no finish line. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. literally last man standing. Just whoever doesn't give up and keeps going. It's brutal. Yep. Yeah. Do you have to like keep a a speed or anything like that? Yeah, you can like time, time. You can time out. Okay. Yeah. So they'll have a they'll have a limit per lap, and it's like a mm-hmm. the one he's done is in Tennessee. It's I think it's like a four mile lap, so it'll be like forty or forty five minutes per lap. I think. Well, there's two. There's the murder mile. So one mile, you have 20 minutes. You're right. That's the one I was thinking of. That's the one. He is 38 hours nonstop. And I think he did, and it's vertical gain. So every lap, it's it's a one mile loop. And you do, I think it's like 300 feet elevation gain. Yeah. Which is a lot for one mile. Over one mile. And it's in, I mean, it's like freezing cold at night. Super hot in the day, you know, like the, I guess that's my Uber driver is like, man, you get like all the seasons here Yeah, coming in. It's all the, I couldn't even believe the plane landed. We just went through like four layers of clouds. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, where's the ground? And then just, yeah, all different kinds of seasons. Yeah. It's but, the weird, Maui's pretty consistent, isn't it? 80 degrees year round. Yeah. Pretty consistent. Just all year round. <laughs> Not nope. bad. I, I guess we have like a, like a rainy season kind of. Yeah. But and then shorter days, you know, because the sun's not as bright. Um, but that's about it. Like it doesn't really. I mean, it it might get to sixty degrees like occasionally in the morning, mm-hmm. and everybody freaks out. Like Hawaii people are just bundled up in gloves and mm-hmm. it's freezing cold, shaking. They're not used to it. And I think the the weather because there's so much humidity. So sixty degrees is actually oh, it's pretty because, cold, yeah. dude. For yeah. like with the humidity, because it just I don't know what what it is about it, but. Cause I feel, cause I'm born and raised there and I can come here and I feel like 40 degrees. I'm just like t-shirt and shorts, but the air is it's so dry. Does it get really hot? Um, it's just the humidity. Yeah. So, I mean, I would compare, I, doesn't it get hot here? Yeah. So like, um, like nineties and humid. Yeah. So I, like when on my running, my watch or my Garmin, whatever it says, you know, it'll say like 88 degrees, but feels like something so it'll feel like upper 90s but you're just you're you just sweat yeah. no matter what you do first five minutes so you're drenched i barely ever wear a shirt in the morning just because mm. it's, it's like what's the point <laughs> yeah what um so you've been on vacation for two weeks now and the company seems like it's just blowing and going huh i hope so i haven't really uh talked to those guys so yeah <laughs> hopefully they're holding it together yeah do you keep up at all or what's what's like how much communication do you maintain with them while you're on vacation? Honestly, I just kind of look at their Instagram stories. <laughs> they're like, oh, hey, we're doing this and that. I'm like, okay, looks good to me. That's, that's project management, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's the new style. Well, I, I used to be intimately aware of everything that goes on here. But now these guys, they're traveling all over the country and I don't keep up with the travel schedule anymore. Um, and so that's how I keep up with them too is Instagram. Yeah. I'll just go on their stories like, oh, wow, Chell's here. Or, yeah. oh, Angel's here. And that's... How you keep track? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, no, they um, they're they're it's a great crew. I mean, we we downsize, only got six six or seven now, and just a good like small manageable size. And I, I I'm not in too much in the field anymore anyway. Yeah, but still, you know, do all the bidding, and I just make sure that they they have what they need. So I I get them set up, but then once they they're set up. I don't really, I don't got to babysit I and mean, mm-hmm. they know what they're doing. Um, they're pretty experienced. So unless something goes wrong, it's like, that's what, you know, that's when you get the calls. If somebody calls yeah. me on vacation, like, cause I tell them don't call me unless something goes wrong. So no one's called me yet. So I got, you know, till Monday, 
it's a pretty good run. Well, well, for the next three days, we won't have cell service anyway, so they can't call exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Even better. And I guess they, they wrap up today. It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. Yep. I ha- Well, you know how you plan things. The construction, it's, it's so funny. Everybody, all my clients, we're booked out at least six months. I could say probably to the year, but people are like, we need you to start in April. April 22nd. That's the day. You know, we, we have to have you April 22nd. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, I'll, I will pencil, pencil you in. And when it gets close to that day, <laughs> if we're around close to that time, great. If not, it's just, it's construction. Yeah. Dude, every, especially Maui. There's just so many issues. Dude. Permitting or funding or weather sometimes. Maybe yeah. rain. if it rains for a week straight, it just, everything gets thrown off. You got to look you got to let the mud dry out. Then you're switching guys around, jumping to other jobs. So, and then there's change orders. So you got to, you know, you start a job and your client, you got to make sure they're serviced to the very end of the job. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, oh, I had a month for this job and then he changes everything. So that month turned into two months and then everything else is, it's just construction. You just roll with it. Yeah. My model is um, plans change, deal with it. You make a plan and it's just going to change. So you got to just be able to roll with the punches, you know. So weather got, weather messed you guys up pretty bad. So you can't work at all when it rains? Um, it's It, it depends where it's at. Like the, um, if it's really a clay kind of material, if it gets wet, it's um really slippery. Uh, um, and it depends on how you compact it and like where you're at in the job. Because if a top layer can get wet, but you could still maybe dig a swimming pool yeah. or do some drainage or you probably can't do much grading with it. Sure. Um, but I mean, and it's just the island has, I wouldn't say different climates, but you could go five miles down the road and it's super hot and it didn't rain there, you know? Mm. So our jobs are so spread out. You just, you just roll with it, man. <laughs> didn't you just, did you just buy a new machine? I bought a 308 next gen. Yeah. And you and, just painted it. And we painted it, of course. Um, I got to say, that is the best in-class eight-ton machine I've ever ran. Is that ever, right? Ever. Is it, is it the one with the stick steer? It does have that. I don't know how to engage that yet. Yeah. I'm still, <laughs> I had like an hour on it. <laughs> all my guys are just stoked on it. They have like all the all the time on it. Um, but it's everything, it's just balance, dude. It mm-hmm. balance, power, speed. And I've had a three, I've had all the, eight ton sizes of cat and, and lower, um, all the way down to 302 and, um, they're okay. And I've ran, you know, all the other stuff come out and not so much deer, um, but all the stuff on the Island. And it's just this, I don't know what it is. They just nailed it, dude. I mean, that's what I hear too. Like all the yeah. next gen cat stuff is just, everybody's, it's like the secret formula, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. They got the, they got those new machines dialed in. Yeah. Well, this is a um, a Monday episode, and so on Monday episodes, we have uh, listener questions. I figured Alex would read some questions, and uh, the both of us can give us our best shot at answering them. Yeah. I liked um, when Jamie Starbuck does his question and answer. I'm just glued. I just read every single one. I, guess yeah. just, I love him, dude. It, it, just straight I, up. We've talked about it a few times on the podcast. Him a few years ago on Snapchat, gold. <laughs> gold he just goes off yeah he just goes off on all kinds of shit yeah. and it's it's hilarious it's so much fun to listen to yeah yeah he's he's a character he's just a, just a real 
a real dude, you know, like you can tell there's, there's no BS. Yeah. Just tells you how it is. And, um, his answers are like, he just knows it's black and white. Yes. No. Yes. No. <laughs> yes. He just <laughs> fires them out. dude. Machine gun. Bah, 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 bah. And then you ask him why. And he's got like this real protracted <laughs> yeah. complex feeling about it, but he's fine saying yes. No. Yeah. yeah. Like, Oh, okay. Yeah. He's very smart. Yeah. He's yeah. very smart, dude. Yeah. Real yeah. bright. Almost as smart as me. Yeah, we, so got we had a couple of <laughs> dirt road questions. Almost right. as smart as, as Jimmy Cheese nuts. Yeah, not, not chemo. No, I'm, I'm, I can't even find shoes at Bass Pro. <laughs> Five pairs of waterproof pants. Yeah, that's all you need. Just that. All right. First question is from Jared. He says, what are your thoughts on keeping wages fair in a company? Should hourly employees get paid based on time worked at the company or how well they are doing in their position? i.e. attitude, work work ethic, etc. How much should seniority play into a person's wage? For me? Either. Jump in. Um, I like to, like people say, oh, how much, what's, what do you get paid out there? Because I get a ton of people wanting to work for me in Hawaii all the time. Sure. Um, and I say, just, you got to show me what you can do. Just like uh, Ryan Goodfellow. You know, he, it's like, dude, come come work with me for a week. I can tell right off the bat in, in the first hour how, how what your experience is on an excavator or dozer or whatever. Um, but I'll give you a week benefit of the doubt, you know, different machine, different control, different crew, whatever. And for me and the crew, we're just kind of like feeling each other out. We might not be a fit for you. We, we could just our style of management or we're too loose or too tight, whatever. Um, that might not work out. So I just say, give us a week and then. I, when I see your skills on all the equipment, different stuff, then we'll put you in the price range that we think is, is the right one for you. Yeah. And, uh, seniority, seniority is big because, you know, our problem, a lot of problems with the construction world is people don't last. They don't, they don't last longer than a year. So I tell them, make it to one year, just one year, big party, big party. Everybody's invited. Luau. It's, I just want to see one year because so many people, so many people don't make it. And it's time for me just pouring into them, training, teaching, all that. And they just fizz out. It's the first six months. It's like, oh yeah, let's do this. It's great. And they just don't quite make it to a year. So yeah, if you can make it past the year seniority. Um, and for our guys, I mean, take pretty good care of them. Um, most of them have like gas cards and the IRA, IRA or 401k, one of those, mm -hmm. yeah. um, and pretty, I mean, basic pay scale. I mean, it's like competitive with the rest of the world and we're Hawaii. So it's a little higher. Um, and then just our, our schedule. So, I mean, I think the whole package of everything works. I mean, I never ask guys to work overtime unless they want to. So the position I think is, it's, it's just valuable. So I think, I mean, we pay I think it's a great, I'd work for me. <laughs> Seniority is important. Would you work for you? Uh, yeah, that's, I mean, but that's the goal as an employer. You want to create a place that you would go to work at. Yeah. I, that, I think that's a good, that's a good standard. Yeah. Or um, something I heard interesting was when you're, when you're interviewing somebody, would you work for them is an interesting way to put it. Mm. And and I thought that was pretty fascinating because if the tables were turned another universe and they were. They, would you go to work for them? Yeah. And I think that's a really effective question to ask yourself when you're mm -hmm. hiring somebody. Yeah. But I think I think seniority plays a plays a role 
but I don't like it when people are just because they've been around, they're entitled to more money. That's not how business works. Mm-hmm. Just because you've been around doesn't mean you're entitled to anything. It's yeah. okay, great. If if you've been around longer, in theory, you can provide more value to the company. If you're providing more value to the company, you make more money. Yep. So as long as, you know, in theory, as long as you're growing and providing cont- consistently more value to the business, yeah. you should be getting paid more and more. But if you're just there and you've just been around a long time and are expecting more money as a result beyond just cost of living, there's yep. no, it's not justified. Yeah. It keeps the, um, it keeps the older guys hungry too. When a new guy comes in mm-hmm. and he's just killing it and, <clears throat> you know, just everything's, he just knows what he's doing. The older guy's like, oh yeah, I got to step up my game. Well, you know, yeah. this new guy came in. <laughs> and you have to think how a company makes, a company doesn't make money because they, wow, you have great retention. So you make more money. Like sometimes that goes hand in hand, but you make more money by being productive. So 100%. the more productive you can be for the company you work for, in theory, the more money you're going to make. I think that makes sense. Can I ask a follow-up? And if this is like a stupid question that I should know the answer to, I apologize. It feels to me like the majority of uh, field guys are typically hourly. Is that true? Yeah. I I had one guy on salary and he was the, he was like the main, um, I don't know, operations, operations manager. Mm-hmm. And that's the only guy I've ever had on salary, but yeah. he was pretty set up. But yeah, other, otherwise it's, I think that's just, I don't even know why. Just typically management that's on salary. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. else salary. Yeah. And is it just because that's how it is? It just makes more, or why does that make more sense to have those kinds of team members on hourly? And maybe just for you, but maybe just industry-wide. I'm just curious. I think it really just comes down to how you bid bid work. You bid work by the hour. So it's easier to pay people by the hour because that's how the job is laid out originally. You've already structured it that way financially. Somewhat, yeah. And, And management is just in the overhead line item. So it's not an hourly, you're not really having to break it down to an hourly unit. And so I think it's just a result of how work is bid. I wouldn't mind experimenting with it, mm-hmm. you know, just because, I mean, it's not because it, we're not short of work. I mean, there's hardly ever, if a guy doesn't work 40 hours, it's because he didn't show up <laughs> yeah. or something happened, you know what I mean? Um, so, I mean, it's really, I, I, I don't know why. Yeah, really. I mean, yeah, we bid, we don't. We don't work by the hour. We don't bid by the hour. We bid by the job, which is, you know, obviously accumulated by man hours and mm-hmm. and machine hours and whatever. But yeah, I don't see, I don't really see a downside to it. I mean, it'd make your payroll easier. <laughs> <laughs> make your payroll. And, and like one of the downsides to the industry is that people's wages go up and down, especially if like you get rained out a week, you just don't get paid. For a week. And you, yeah. it's not like you're, you can't just not pay your mortgage because you didn't get paid for a week at work. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd be curious to see, there could be companies out there that pay their guys salary and I could be, it could work pretty well because you can even out, you can make it easier for payroll. Yeah. You can even out their paychecks weekly and you might be able to get more, more production, honestly. It would be tricky. Yeah. I, w- I want to know who's actually doing it. Maybe find out yeah. Instagram posted or something, but pros and cons, because I've never even thought about, about it until you asked. So mm-hmm. could be like a truth excavation 410 salary. There it deal. is. <laughs> Just tie it all in. Well, I, I think 
what's curious because you you brought up more like management or really probably just office employees who are more like that overhead yeah that may maybe makes more sense because they probably also can do just as much work if the work gets rained out like is that kind of why that makes more sense too i guess i'm just like curious like you know when we we talk about a lot of companies who have to lay off for a season mm-hmm. but i'm sure they've got plenty of people who are salary who just get get to keep working to me like i i'm just curious because that to me that feels really different than like a lot of other jobs that especially with like the amount that a lot of operators can make it feels like a lot of money for hourly work even though like the hourly rate is probably awesome or mm-hmm. can be awesome um, it just feels like a, a different approach to a solution that you could do another way, but just, nobody does. Yeah, That's a I, good question. I met a, a demo guy in um, New York. He came to Maui and his kids were uh, playing basketball with my kids. Everybody comes to Maui. Sure. It, it's so, so I crazy mean, how many I mean, people I meet. Try to get out there. <laughs> Everyone except Aaron. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he uh, worked for a big demo company in New York and he's like, yeah, I make X amount. But then they gave me the fringe and my overtime. So he's making over $100 an hour with every his whole combined package. Mm-hmm. So I don't know for him, it's that's what people do. They, it's overtime or extra hours or some kind of fringe benefit. But I, I don't know how you could, it'd be a disadvantage if you're a salary, I guess, huh? You'd be doing the same work for the same pay when you could get these benefits with these other, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Overtime well, and benefits and stuff. It changes union, non-union too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can do a non-union prevailing wage job. That's true. Right? Yeah. So that kick in all that extra fringe That's stuff. True. Yeah. Cool. Okay. That's salary. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for talking about that, fellas. Very good, Jared. All right. Uh, next question is from Joey. It says, I'm a superintendent in Arkansas. My question is, how do you beat the Monday blues? Seems like I'm tired and less motivated, no matter how restful or crazy my weekends are. What are some advice slash tips you may have to conquer Mondays? Besides the Monday edition dirt talk, there's always the best way to get over it. That's a good, that's a good comment right. there. Um, I, one, it's where you're going to work is a big, yeah. big part of that. If I feel if like you're dreading going in <laughs> yeah. on Monday. That's part of it. Yeah. If you work with shitty people doing shitty work and you just, yeah. you're miserable, I don't think I can help you out. So I think that's, that's one step one, find a place you, you actually enjoy being at because it makes it a lot easier. And then, um, step two, I've found a routine really helps me out like working out every morning, um, getting going first thing in the morning, wake up at five, go run, do some burpees, you know, <laughs> like this morning I did a hundred pull-ups. Nice. Um, got a, got why a, his hands aren't on the table. He can't lift them all. Got a, <laughs> yeah. Got a few miles in and, uh, it's, it's nice to have a routine to get everything going. But I think the biggest thing is just, it's so nice to have a job that you actually, uh, enjoy being at. And that's yeah. not to say that every day I'm stoked or high energy, or like, I am, I am, I am, this is my dream job. I'm not skipping into work every single day, but it makes it a hell of a lot easier. A hell of a lot easier. Yeah. You got to love what you do at some, some part of it. I mean, you might not love everything you do at your job, but you got to like it. Yeah. (laughs) You got to love, you got to like it. You know, if you're not stoked on Monday, uh, yeah. 
I well, so I'm talking as a business owner, you know, business owner, it's a different mm -hmm. mindset as an employee, but I remember working for my old boss. I was stoked. I, I loved what I did. Like operating equipment is cool, mm. you know, even when I wasn't operating equipment, yeah. seeing it and being in the dirt and working hard and sweating. I don't know. I, I like that. I like being outside. And so I always look forward to Monday. Um, but definitely the schedule. I mean, our, our guys, dude, Monday's just like, what do we got? Let's, let's, let's hit it. What, mm -hmm. We just got three days off, like, like excited, you know, yeah. like everybody's just was stoked about it. But that is with the long restful weekend so but yeah i don't, I don't know man you just i think good job and apply then it build with also just yeah that's all you gotta do we're hiring <laughs> i i think um like don't don't overestimate or underestimate the the uh power of health too like just i kind of went back to a routine but just just being healthy like just trying to sleep well or not drinking so much or eating some carrots every once in a while or going for a walk, you know, just, just trying to live a more healthy life. It gives you way more energy as well. It does. Way more energy. Yeah. It's easy. It, it's uh, like Jocko says, discipline. The discipline is a good thing. Yeah. I mean, man, it, it does wonders for your, your routine and I don't know, just your, everything, your, your stamina, your, your it, I don't know. I, I have more energy when I'm like, I have a set regimen mm -hmm. not so rigid that i can't variate and <laughs> do go off different things but yeah like waking up early at a certain time like me i write i read wake up in the morning i read the bible that's mm -hmm. my go-to thing i might have a coffee then from there i do some kind of workout it's not even like a specific anything it could be running it could be like you i could, I could be walking i could be doing nuts fit i just i'm doing a something workout in the morning after my first couple things i do yeah and then I'm like, I've sweated it out. I'm just like, dude, let's, let's go do something. Now I'm ready to do something. You know, what are we doing? You know, yeah. excited about it, whatever it is. I just, I, I have my, after the routine and the discipline, I'm like, okay, I'm kind of ready for the next thing. You know? Yeah. I feel, if I don't do it, I feel a little thrown off. Oh, hundred percent. If I sleep in, yeah, it's the, the day shot. Dude. It's <laughs> yeah. completely shot. It, it is fascinating that both of y'all are really uh, like highlighting the idea of ritual i mean as much as routine like routine is just like you can kind of count on it but there is i think something like level setting about you know like with you chemo like reading the bible having like that cup of coffee like there is something where it kind of like sets your day in a specific mm -hmm. way it's like well i can count on these things in the morning mm -hmm. and that kind of like either like maybe sets your perspective a certain way or does does that does that feel like it just like i don't know for you like you are doing those things is is there any sense of like purpose for you where it's like I'm doing these things because I get these benefits the rest of the day? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, well, spiritually, yeah, just my just my time with God. You know, I need that. You know, mm -hmm. if 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 I miss that, like if I slept in or something, or like we're traveling, so I have to miss. I missed a couple because it's just crazy. You know, grabbing all the kids and packing all that. Yeah. I'm just like I didn't get that connection to start the day you know i didn't it was i skipped over it and now something's just not right you know something's off in the day but um yeah totally yeah and, and aaron i feel like you're in a, like an interesting part right now because you're doing 75 hard right now right mm -hmm. Emo, have you ever done 75 hard 
I thought about it because you've, <laughs> you've done it so many times, but I, uh, I just don't see the need for me to do sure. it. Um, I have, I do so many other challenges. You've got a version of that kind of going all the time. I, I already have a routine. I have my yeah, system dialed. that yeah. I, I do and, um, that I, that works, but if I did it, it would just be for to do a challenge, but there's so many challenges. I mean, you guys <laughs> do a thousand burpee challenge, go for, Oh, the four by four, four by 48. Yeah. We that's, need to do that. That's again. coming out, dude. Mm -hmm. I was thinking let's do three days. <laughs> We're, I just, we have to push it, dude. Four by four by 72. Yeah, it'd be 72 miles. Because we did, and we could do it on the weekend. So Friday to Sunday. Yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. 72 miles. Because I already know, like, if, if Ben's going to do it, it's it's going to be full competition. So I beat you guys last time. Yeah. I did another <laughs> 10 or something. Or you, did, you did a lot more. I did a lot more. But then he Ben did. ran 10 more later. Yeah, yeah. That didn't count. He did a 10-mile run, though, but later that day. That I'm didn't like, count that because it wasn't on the program. You, yeah. you got to do it every four hours. So. Yeah. But I mean, props to him, yeah. Props to him. He, no, I was. He, he sent I was, it. Well, we did. We did fifty-two, so mm -hmm. it was two even marathons. And and I was like, I'm done after that. I'm good. <laughs> I did my fifty-two miles. <laughs> like, I, I don't need to go another ten-mile run right now. Yeah. Well, they, he always yeah. says the thing like, you got to pay the man or whatever it is. It's like, yeah, yeah fifty-two miles, pretty close. <laughs> uh, I I feel good about that. I didn't yeah. feel too too bad about it. But yeah, yeah, I I we could do an extra day. I, 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 the, the hardest, first, the first night is what really sucks. I though it's just the sleep for me. It wasn't really the running. Yeah. And, uh, it's how popular is it getting dude? <laughs> oh my gosh. dude! I've seen. So one of my buddies, he's not even, he's a, he's a runner. He's kind of a bigger guy. He's not like a full on ultra runner, but he just jumped into it. And I seen him on Strava. I'm like, dude, Jorge, you're going for it. He's like leg one, leg two. I'm like, yes, yeah. go for it. And, uh, he's like, dude, it was so hard, but I did it. And he ended up walking, you know, like the last couple of legs, but dude, 48 miles, you it's, know, it, I was, I'm like, this is, this is awesome. Man. Are, Everybody should do it. I've, I've known some people they'll, they'll give it a shot. They'll be like, yeah, that's, that's really not too bad. Cause you, you look at it, you're like, yeah, it's just a four mile run. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah, four, yeah. Come on. You, you could do four miles or just yeah. 45 minutes of whatever. And, uh, they get in kind of through that first night and, and that first night's what, what does you in pretty yeah. good. Because you can't sleep well. It's the because you're so you're so wound up. Yeah, and then you're nervous or, or you're anxious, or at least I yeah. get anxious about having to get up again. Yeah, or like missing I'm only going to sleep miss, this much. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's pretty gnarly. Yeah. So the first one, I I set my alarm was the second night, and it was a it was a six a.m. run, and uh, I I woke up at six o five. I'm like, what? No, what happened? And my group, uh, my my two neighbors, they left without me. And I just grabbed my shoe, just sprinted out the door, caught up to them and passed them. I'm like, hey, that's still counted. I beat you guys. That's still counted. But I, was, I totally slept past it. And I, my body was so tired. I had, I have like my alarm and then my backup alarm, and then like triple backup alarm. And my body just was like, nope. <laughs> we'll put it on the agenda. Uh, but speaking of running, you have to go run right now, huh? I do. Yeah. It's, you going to join me? Mm. We'll see. Aaron, did you wear that shirt because chemo was coming? No. I but like that shirt. Yeah. It's had some good vibes. Yeah. Looking sure. good. It's form fitting. Cool. Well, um, chemo, thanks for stopping by. All right. You're appreciate, welcome. Appreciate having me. Thanks for, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. To remind, uh, to mind you guys, the podcast every single week is on the BuildWit app. You can download it right now. 
on the app store and listen audio and video. Uh, with that, we'll see you in the next episode. Stay dirty, everybody.